Today is Monday, August 30th, 2021. Welcome into Dirt Tracker Daily. I'm Justin Fiedler. Coming up, we dive into everything from the past dirt racing weekend, including wins for Devin Moran, Tim McCree, and Justin Grant. There was tire drama with the Outlaws at Black Hills yesterday and a bunch more. Before we dive in, if you like what I'm doing here, please subscribe to the show, leave a review, and hit those follow and notification buttons depending on where you consume this. Make sure to follow at Dirt Tracker on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. And don't forget, DirtTracker.com has a bunch more cool dirt racing stuff. Now let's get going. There was a ton of dirt racing over the weekend, and we'll kick things off with the World of Outlaws Late Model Series at Davenport Speedway. After Devin Moran won the Thursday show Friday night, it was all Brandon Shepard out front. He led 40 laps en route to his 7th series win of 2021. The track took rubber pretty quickly in the feature and it forced everyone to the top of the racetrack. I think the last pass I saw in the top 10 was Moran throwing a slider at Jason Fager with 25 laps still to go. From there, the top 10 didn't really change all the way to the checkered. Shepard caught Spencer Dirks and the tail of the field and then just rode around the rest of the way. Surprisingly, there were no tire issues. That's normally what you see when you have something like that happen that early. It's kind of wild to see the track take rubber that early. I feel like we don't see that often. Even when tracks take rubber, it doesn't seem to happen that quickly in the feature. Shepard was followed to the line by Bobby Pierce, Moran, Fager, and Chris Madden. On Saturday night, the track was a lot better, but we still saw a dominant performance from one driver. After battling briefly early in the going with B-Shep, Devin Moran took over for good on lap six and led the rest of the way for the $30,000 score. It was an impressive win for Moran, especially considering he was losing his power steering down the stretch. Behind the leader, though, we did have late drama between Chris Madden and Bobby Pierce. The two were battling in the top five, and Pierce just wiped Madden out into turn three with five laps to go. Pierce afterward basically said uh, it wasn't intentional, but he was trying to get the best run into turn three running the top. Madden was on the bottom in the corners, but swinging out wide onto the straightaways, and I don't know if Pierce thought Madden was just going to dive low earlier, but Pierce looked like he never lifted. Madden was certainly not pleased, showing his uh, displeasure right after the incident, but he didn't do it recklessly. But then later, after the checkered, Madden cleaned Pierce out into turn one, basically using the 32 as his brake pedal. It's hard to really blame Madden for being upset in that situation. For Moran, he bagged two of three wins at Davenport over the weekend with the Outlaws, taking home over $43,000. It was his fourth Outlaw win of 2021, and he's only made 11 appearances. That's a pretty nice win percentage there. Brian Shirley hard-charged from 15th to finish second. Boom Briggs was third, Sheppy fourth, and Pierce ended up fifth. As I said back on Friday, I think this championship battle is basically over. And with three strong runs, including the Friday night win, Sheppy's lead over Smokey is now 178 points. Behind the leaders, Tyler Bruning about, I think, has the Rookie of the Year sewed up as well. The Outlaws are back this weekend for three more races, Thursday at Cherokee, Friday at Livonia, and Saturday at Volunteer Speedway. The rival Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series was also in action this weekend, but they lost their big money show on Saturday night to rain. Hudson O'Neill took the Thursday win at Port Royal, and Friday night it was points leader Tim McCready who came out on top. Pole sitter Jonathan Davenport led lap one, but from there it was all T-Mac out front. And Davenport challenged him a few times, but would later suffer a flat right rear and finished 14th. At the, um, uh, the finish, McCready took the win over Jimmy Owens, Tyler Erb, Shane Clanton, and O'Neill. After losing ground to both of his chasers on Thursday, McCready leaves Port Royal now with a 210-point advantage over JD, with O'Neill third, 225 back. Davenport did get 10 points for going quick time on the night, but McCready was the other quick timer, so the points gained there was a wash. 15 race nights remained for Lucas in 2021, although don't, I don't know how many of those are full points. 
Uh, some of these weekends where we have multiple races at one track, there have been some of those nights that they're not um, actually full points nights. So there may be one or two in there that don't count. So you're probably looking at a 30 or 35 position difference right now between T-Mac and Superman. So this thing isn't over quite yet, but those extra 90 points will help McCready's cause. Lucas is back this weekend for a Saturday show at Portsmouth and the Hillbilly 100 on Sunday at Tyler County. After losing the Thursday night prelim terrain, the USAC National Sprint Cars had three races in two days at Kokomo for the SmackDown. Friday night, we had four lead changes among four different leaders with Tanner Thorson, CJ Leary, and Kyle Cummins all taking turns out front. But in the end, it was Justin Grant who bagged the win, leading the final two laps. Grant lurked in the top five for much of the feature, but got into the fight late. He and Kyle Cummins went at it for a few laps, but Grant came out on top. Chris Windham hard charged from 10th to finish second. Cummins was third, Leary fourth, and Tanner Thorson finished fifth. On Saturday then, they ran the Thursday prelim as an afternoon matinee before the finale on Saturday night. In that feature, Justin Grant started fourth, but was leading at the end of lap one with an incredible drive out of turn four. His time out front was short-lived, though, as Logan Seavey took over on lap 11. The Baldwin 5 was good, but a caution with 5 to go for Emerson Axum spun around, gave Kevin Thomas Jr. the opening he needed. KTJ was good on the bottom in 1 and 2, and he used that to his advantage. He led the final 5 laps en route to his 6th USAC Sprint Car win of 2021. Seavey finished 2nd, Brady Bacon 3rd, Grant 4th, and CJ Leary was 5th. In the SmackDown finale on Saturday night, Tanner Thorson started on the pole thanks to a nice run through the King of the Hill. He was out front for 16 laps, but Justin Grant ran him down in lap traffic and after a brief battle took over the lead for good. Thorson made some moves on him following a restart with two laps to go, but JG held him off to take down the $15,000 SmackDown win. It was Grant's seventh win of the year and he's right in the thick of the title fight now with Leader Bacon and KTJ. Thorson, Thomas Bacon, and CV completed the SmackDown Top 5. With big money looming now at Houston Speedway coming up in 10 days, this battle for the championship is getting really good. Thomas trails Bacon by 44 points, with Grant only 7 more back in 3rd. The USAC Nationals get underway at Houston's on September 10th. I don't know about you, but I really enjoy the racing at Kokomo. It's kind of a weird-shaped track, but I think it lends itself to some pretty great racing. You can make time tiptoeing around the bottom, but guys can also run right around the top if they have big enough balls. I say that because the cushion there can be really treacherous, and we saw how treacherous it can be a couple of times through the weekend. You also get really big slide jobs there, which is always fun as well. A really fun weekend with USAC. If you haven't, uh, go check out some of those highlights over on Flow. The Water Battle Sprint Curse had two Midwest shows Friday at I-80 and Sunday at Black Hills before they then trek west. Friday night at I-80, Carson Macedo led early from the pole, but Donnie Schatz grabbed the lead on lap 11 in lap traffic and drove away to his first ever career series win at I-80. Uh, it was a non-stop feature. It's kind of crazy to think with all of the times that Donnie Schatz has won in his career. I think we're up to 302 now that he hadn't won at I-80 before. Sheldon Hoddenshield, Macedo, James McFadden, and David Gravel were the rest of the top five. Both Macedo and Gravel gained ground on Sweet in the standings, with Sweet down in the ninth position. On Sunday at Black Hills, I saw there were some uh, complaints about car count, but if you watched or listened to this show last Friday, I told you that it would be that way. There just aren't a lot of 410s in that part of the country, and actually several guys in the field on Sunday were running 360s. Unfortunately, though, the feature turned into a bit of a mess with tire problems. Things got weird with 14 to go when Carson Macedo was the first to blow a tire. He would later cut another tire, but rebound to finish 7th. Casey Kane also ended up in the infield while Brad Sweet and James McFadden were also victims. 
McFadden survived the first cut tire, but appeared to lose another with two laps left, and he went for a big ride in turn three, destroying his race car. He did walk away from that incident. Earlier in the night on Dirt Vision, while some guys were in the work area, you could see and hear KKR crew chief Justin Adams just furious with officials. I don't know if there was debris somewhere or what, but it was a tough night for some of those guys. Out front, Sheldon Hoddenshield was completely on another planet. He led all 25 laps and had a big lead for most of the race. He took the victory over Schatz, Gravel, Logan Schuhart, and Sweet. It was Sheldon's eighth win of the year, and it's now a career best for wins in a season for him. Looking at some other guys, it's been a tough start to the Roth stretch for Casey Kane. Since finishing eighth in the Knoxville Nationals, he doesn't have a top 10 result yet. As for Logan Schuhart, he's been a little more consistent as of late, but he hasn't won since the big Jackson Nationals victory on June 27th. His average finish is a full two positions worse this season than 2020. And for a guy who we thought might contend for the championship, he had some rough stretches this season. Headed now for three nights at Skagit Speedway in Washington, Brad Sweet's lead over David Gravel is 120 with Macedo 160 back in third. There are 19 races still to go this season, so Gravel needs to average a finish of about a tick more than three spots better a night than sweet it's not impossible certainly but it's definitely starting to get more and more difficult the Skagit Nationals start on Friday with the all-star circuit of champions over the weekend they lost the Friday night show at Williams Grove terrain but did race Saturday at Lincoln and Sunday at BAPS in the Saturday show at Lincoln things were not good early on with two big crashes that wiped out like eight or nine cars including Hunter Schoenberg, Brent Marks, Chase Deeds, Cap Henry, and Devin Borden. After 35 minutes we had only had one official lap complete. There was just no give and take in that race early on. It was kind of crazy to watch those guys. Once we got rolling though Zeb Wise kept Corey Elias and Honest out front until about halfway but then the 26 stretched away and ended up leading all 35 laps. It was Eliason's second All-Star win of the year and second in four races. Parker Price Miller ended up second in the Swindell Speed Lab 39. Justin Peck was third in that Kramer Williamson tribute car. Wise was fourth and Gerard McIntyre completed the top five. If you didn't watch or didn't notice, I really like that flow racing camera position in turn three there at Lincoln. As guys drove down the backstretch, you could really see them setting up for corner entry and the suspension was uh, all of the suspension stuff working. It was really good stuff there. Over to Sunday at BAPS. There was more awful luck for Zeb Wise, who has already wrecked several cars this season. He crashed his car in hot laps, ripping open the tail tank, which caused a big fire. He was okay, but done for the night. It was I feel like this was yet another illustration, though, of dirt tracks needing to keep pushing for safety improvements. Only one of the three guys that were first to the car had fire suits on. Zeb was actually pulled from the car by one of them, but he was only wearing a t-shirt and jeans. I certainly love the effort and commitment there, but these tracks really need to be better prepared for these situations. That fire stuff is just too scary. In the feature, Freddie Raymer led early from the pole, but Hunter Schoenberg was fast from fourth. He took the lead on lap 13 and quickly stretched away. Late in the going, though, 10th starting Danny Dietrich had marched his way forward, and he was able to run Schoenberg down from a really long ways back. He took the lead with a slider into turn three, coming to two to go, and drove away to the win. Schoenberg was second, with Ryan Smith third, Raymer fourth, and Anthony Macri in fifth. With two nights at Attica coming up this week, Tyler Courtney's series points lead is still 3.02 after he picked up his 18th and 19th consecutive top 10s. Elsewhere this weekend, Brian Brown won the final 2021 410 show at Knoxville on Saturday night. Davey Heskin was crowned the track champion. Justin Henderson was in the fight for the title, but got taken out early after contact with Sawyer Phillips. They were battling for the lead at the time. Clint Garner bagged the Knoxville 360 championship. 
With the King of the West Sprint cars, Mitchell Ficino, Dominic Selzy, and Justin Sanders picked up weekend wins. Selzy's points lead is now 11 over Colby Copeland. DJ Neto tumbled all the way back to ninth after starting the week in second. Shane Golubic, Sanders, and the Katings are all also still very much in contention for the King of the West Championship. Other weekend open wheel winners included Trey Jacobs at Attica, Cy Lynch at Lernerville, Ayrton Jeniton with Moa at Tri-City, Andy Forsberg in a 360 at Mar's, uh, Marysville, Anthony Macri won at Sealands Grove, Jack Hoddenshield won the 410 race at Wayne County, and Jack Dover was the Sunday winner at Husitz. For more, check out tjslideways.com. Other weekend late model winners included Dona Marcoulier at Winston Speedway, Josh Rice in Ironman action at MRP, Michael Chilton bagged 10 grand at Lake Cumberland, Ashton Winger was a Southern All-Stars winner at Sonoya, and Chubb Frank was a rush winner at Sharon. For more from the late model weekend, hit up dirtondirt.com. There are three shows on the streaming schedule for today. Dirt Track Digest has weekly racing from Mohawk International, and Flow Racing has the Nebraska Dirt Crown from Jefferson County Speedway and Flow 24-7. To see the full daily streaming schedule with links to watch, visit dirttracker.com slash watch tonight. That's it for the show today. Hope you have a good Monday. If you have thoughts about the topics on today's show, please leave them in the comments below or tweet at me. Thanks everybody for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow for more Dirt Tracker Daily.